0: Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open The Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who just loves to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. Be warned, you should be 18 and over and probably be listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. My mini-cast episode today is about a topic that came up this week couple of times, actually with friends and with clients, so I figured it's time to talk about it here. As always, I draw inspiration from the things that come up, and you know, that's just how it happens. You talk about something, you hear about something, and all of a sudden, it's everywhere. So the topic I'm going to discuss this week is FLR, also known as Female-Led Relationships. It's pretty much exactly how it sounds. It's an erotic power exchange where the woman sets the rules and expectations and the man is expected to obey and serve. Yep, you heard it right. Now there's different levels of this. I'm not just talking about like a 24/7 relationship where she's completely in charge and he's completely submissive. That does exist. Now keep in mind, all of this exists also on the flip side. There's dominant relationships where the man is in charge, the female completely submits. That's not what today's episode is about. This is specifically about a, I guess you call it a fetish here. You can call it a fetish, you can call it a kink, you can call it just a relationship structure, again, as I described it, an erotic power exchange where the female's in charge. So let's let's dive into this a little bit, shall we? Let's talk about who it's for. I think it's important to understand not only what kind of woman would benefit from this or would, would like this, let's also talk about what kind of guy is gonna like this, okay? So when it comes to the ladies, honestly, if you're listening to this and you're already going like, oh, hell yes, tell me more, it's probably for you. It's probably you boss ladies who have been charged with being too assertive, too bossy, too much, too loud. Um, okay, you're probably just like, if you know me personally, you're probably just like, Kristen, you're just describing yourself. But uh, just full disclosure, I have no interest in a female-led relationship. That's just my boundary. Just not for me. Okay, there's probably some of you listening who are saying the same exact thing. Don't necessarily turn the episode off. Listen. You can learn something new. You can maybe help a friend or a loved one who decides that This could be for them. Or hey, this could just be good entertainment for you today. Again, there's plenty of stuff that I help clients with that I'm not interested in. It's not my job to like every single thing that's out there. And I I can talk about things that I don't personally have any experience or interest in doing. doesn't mean that I don't understand them or I'm not educated on them or uh, don't at least understand how they work. And why they work, and why people might like this stuff. Again, not about my proclivities. It's just about helping those of you out there who might be interested in this. So gentlemen, this is probably for those of you out there who have found yourself being in in more service roles. whether that's in your career, um, that is just in how you how you treat people, you find that you're the one that's constantly constantly uh, more of the caregiver., yeah, this is a this is an interesting dynamic because, you know, when you kind of step back, He's the one doing all the things yet. She's the one that's in charge. So there there's caregiver roles for both of them. It, it's just a different dynamic. If that makes sense. Ultimately, none of this is done without either party's consent. That's one thing that's really important. This is not about the female pushing the male past any of his boundaries. This is not about the female making him do something that he doesn't want. Boundaries are important. So this has to be someone, guys, you have to be willing to speak up about what your boundaries are. You have to be willing to communicate about all that stuff. So if you're not a great communicator, might not be for you. If you struggle with giving up power, might not be for you. This is not a one size fits all kind of thing. Okay. First off, this can be about sexual things. This can be about non-sexual actions. So this could absolutely be about the woman wanting to be serviced in the bedroom in particular ways. She wants him to go down on her first and then she wants him to do this and then so on and so forth. This could be about her getting her orgasm and him being in a chastity belt and not getting to have his. That's one side of it. This could be about completely non-sexual things. Like she just wants him to make sure that all the chores are taken care of. She wants him to submit financially. Financial domination can be part of this. No matter what is being played out here, whether it's sexual, non-sexual, or both, boundaries are important. You have to use your words. You have to be willing to say, at the beginning, really, you've got to sit down. It's almost like setting your hard limits. This is what people do in the kink community, okay? They talk about boundaries and limits and limitations first before you get into play. Before you're in the moment, you really need to know what you're getting into with each other. Boundaries can be the whole, you know, yes, I'm cool with this. No, I'm not okay with that. But mm, this stuff, maybe. The maybe part, that's actually where a lot of the fun is. That's where you can do some negotiating. You can say, you know, okay, this maybe. I'd be willing to do this if you'd be willing to do that for me. Use your words. Talk about what you want, what you don't want, and what's a maybe. Be willing to explore. And you don't have to jump into everything all at once. Pick something. Try it out for a little while. Pick something else. Explore that. Go back and forth. Do whatever. But just be really... Just try to be open with your partner. Try to not have everything in the yes category, in the no category. Find some stuff that's in the gray areas. There's definitely lists. There are tons of lists out there. There are surveys and quizzes you can take. If you can't find one that's good for you as far as what kinks you're into or not into, email me. I'll help you find one. Fuck that. I'll just post it in the show notes. There we go. There can be some extreme possibilities that people can go to with these. And I, I mean, I say extreme just because they're not, uh, they're definitely not things that are within most people's realm of norm. No judgment. I'm just saying this is not something that a lot of people do, but here we go. Uh, one of those things is Um When you look this up, what you're going to find is things like um, forced feminization where it's. Making him wear women's clothing, even making him wear makeup. Okay, that's also again an extreme of that. Um, I've heard some men describe the specification that they want is simply um, just making them feel weak or making them feel um, less than, making them feel like like the like a servant, but a feminized servant, kind of like a maid in some cases. And there's also 24 seven submission. Some people out there play with that to where 24 hours a day, seven days a week, one person is in charge and the other person is the submissive. They have to ask permission for nearly everything that they do. Anything that is a choice, going to the bathroom, eating, drinking something, watching TV, texting on their phone, playing on social media, whatever. They have to ask permission. So there's also key holding for chastity play this is usually when, uh, the male is wearing some sort of a modern day chastity belt. It's just a device that fits over their cock and she's got the key. Personally, I would argue that I don't know that that's healthy because you can get into extended periods or just maybe not fit right. And I I don't know. I just... It's not about judgment for any of you out there who might do that or might be interested in it. It's simply a, in in my humble opinion, as someone who's about to finish her studies as a certified sex coach, I find the whole key holding and chastity belt thing somewhat problematic simply from a health standpoint. So if you're interested in that, I would simply recommend that you do it properly do a lot of research, talk to people who have experience, all that stuff. Before you get into it, just just be safe. Do the research. Cool. 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 As I was doing some of the research for this mini cast, I came across a few articles that were talking about these different levels of FLR. I, I found them to be somewhat problematic because everything that I was looking at, I mean, it, the four levels were basically the same, but it was so I don't know it was just it felt so one-sided so I'm gonna kind of go through and describe how how they describe it and then I'm gonna make a few adjustments okay so like the low level they were talking about um, the man asks like he asks sorry to be in charge he asks for this and then she's hesitant I don't know it kind of just played. Uh, I'm just gonna say that these articles almost felt like it was just something that It was out of a movie i'll keep going hang on the medium level was when she sees a benefit and takes the lead with boundaries of course what they're kind of playing it as is maybe she's not comfortable with this yet she's she's willing to do some things but not willing to take charge on others high level was when she's in control and it may spill over into some kink exploration Full on was where she's in total and complete control and he is the servant in all areas of the relationship. If you listen to that list that I just read off, mm, hopefully you're seeing some of the things that I found problematic about it too. First off on the low level, I mean, I've talked to people firsthand who are into FLR or who are starting to explore FLR, pardon the thunder, gotta record when you gotta record. Um, and. It's not always the man who is coming to the woman saying, hey, this is what I like or this is what I want or I've been thinking about this. Sometimes she's the one that discovers it and she's approaching him. Or no offense, gentlemen, she's doing the thing that a lot of women find they need to do to their male partners, which is make him think it's his idea. Yeah. Again, just throwing it out there that some of y'all we know how to read you and we know we got to make it your idea. It's not every dude, but you guys exist. So I would simply adjust that lower level to say one partner gets exposed to this idea and presents it to the other partner who may be hesitant about how to make this actually work or whether they want to participate in it. Fair enough. And on the medium side, I would say that it takes both of them seeing the benefits, but exploring their boundaries together and then setting expectations. Again, I feel like that medium level needs to be a little bit more balanced. And it is at that point, though, where she is starting to kind of explore what she likes to control, explore what she doesn't like to control. This is time for him to really explore how much he likes to be how much he likes to be dominated. Where are his limits and boundaries? Is this something he just wants at home? Is this something he wants all day long, full time, no matter what his day looks like? And at this level I don't know that it's so much about the hesitation as it is Oh, maybe for both of them, hesitation isn't the right word. Perhaps a lot of it is overcoming fear. It's overcoming shame. It's overcoming the possibility of like what guilt could arise from this. It's worry about, you know, where could this go? How far can this go? What if feelings get hurt? All that stuff. And those are all really important questions that couples could be asking themselves at this point. That's exactly why communication is key. And then on the high level saying that she's in control and it may spill over into kink, I mean, maybe they've already been exploring kink. Maybe they've been a pretty kinky couple, and they're just taking things to another level or continuing play, integrating play, along with the domination in other areas. Or maybe she's finally decided that she's been having anal sex for, you know, the better part of their relationship, and it's time for his turn. Just saying saying that she's in charge of all aspects. Maybe that is the way it's structured. Maybe that's hundred percent the way she wants it, hundred percent the way he wants it. I would think it would take a very particular set of folks for it to run that way. If you all exist, cool, go for it. But really this is probably gonna reside somewhere in the middle where she's got the things she wants to control. He's got the things he wants to be submissive on. They find their comfortable ground together. They work together. They figure it out. And maybe the big point is they decide they want to just do it at home. This doesn't need to be an external thing. It's not a public thing. It's not a during the workday thing. Whatever. Again, the beauty and the freedom of all of this is you get to choose. Now, there's always the aspect of like, what's in it for me? Whether you're the female in this, you're the male in this, there's got to be benefits. You have to get something out of this. So thinking like with her... Yeah, one of the many aspects is you get to get pampered if you want to go get a pedicure and you want him to pay for it that's what happens if you want him to paint your toenails and blow on them until they're dry that's what that's what he does this could also lead to uh, a change in the domestic duties at home this could mean that he completely takes over the household or he takes over more of the duties on top of what he's already been doing. You you get to move some of those roles and responsibilities over to him. If you hate Costco, make him do it. If you hate mopping and dishes like I do, make him do it. God, maybe I should be in an FLR. I mean, that's the only two things I really hate in life is mopping and dishes. So, hmm. Everything else I feel like I can just ask and get, but, mm a kid a kid I don't really want one I'm just kidding some women report this feeling of just pure reverence like he worships her that's a good feeling they've got more control and hey for you uh, type A ladies you boss ladies out there who like to have control here's your chance to do it guilt-free you can just tell him what you want done you got control over everything inspect for what you expect and uh, have him do the shit you want him to do. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. Ladies in FLRs also talk about how they have an incredible shift in their confidence level. There is something about feeling like you've got his utmost respect to the point where he will do anything you tell him to builds a confidence in these ladies that is uh, basically described as being unmatched. I can only imagine because I've not done this before. I mean, I feel pretty confident as a woman, and I've felt pretty confident in relationships in the past, but uh, I don't know. Maybe this could take it to a whole new level. God, am I, seriously, am I talking myself into one of these? Ah anyway for him uh, that desire to submit is fulfilled some guys just have that where they just want to be the one that's told what to do but ultimately it comes from a place of respect there is nothing that's done to him that he doesn't consent to that is key there can be none of this without consent well it's part of what we talked about earlier with boundaries so they feel respected they feel taken care of and It removes the pressure to provide. Now, he can still be out there working. He may be the only one that's working. You may both be working. He may not be working. Who cares? Whatever. The point is, the pressure to provide being removed can be really powerful for a lot of men. Provide can have a lot of different meanings, but because often in these female-led relationships, she's in charge of the finances, and he's just either giving the portion for the bills or he's giving her his whole paycheck in order for her to do the budget he at least has the peace of mind of knowing that hey the bills are taken care of our taxes are paid there's a roof over our heads there's food in the fridge or there's money for me to go get the food to put in the fridge because she tells me to go to the grocery store to get her favorite things and things for the kids or whatever (laughs) see where I'm going with all these possibilities Now, of course, there's pitfalls, okay? Of course, there's ways where this can go poorly or kind of go to the dark side. I am not encouraging any woman out there to take this too far and become abusive. That is definitely not what this is about. I've already stated boundaries must be clear. Boundaries must be respected. Consent must be given. Without those things, it is definitely abuse. This can also turn into that like mother-child relationship. There are lots of women out there who want to be the one in charge. They want to say, "Do this and it gets done. Where it becomes a mother-child relationship is where the expectations are not met when they're first asked for. You know, she says, "Go clean the kitchen before I get back," and he doesn't do it. She has to ask him again. It's the nag thing. Okay, that's that's not an FLR, okay? That is where it turns into the mother-child relationship where she's just having to oversee him and oversee that her expectations are met, not expecting that those things are going to be taken care of. That's, that's a whole other thing. So if you're going to be in an FLR, you have to commit to doing the things that she tells you to do. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, some people do get into not doing what they're told in order to receive some sort of a punishment because maybe they like that. Maybe that's part of the kink play. Maybe that's part of the, again, the things that they have agreed to play with as part of this. That's called topping from the bottom up. Dominants do not like to be topped. Submissives, if you're gonna be a submissive, you submit. There's no trying to get your dominant to do something to you in some sort of weird power struggle, okay? So, again, avoid that mother-child dynamic there. There's also some social stigma. You've got to decide how out you want to be with this. You've got to decide how dedicated you are to it when you're outside of your safe space, your home, because there could be people that pick up on the dynamic and judge you for it. So you have to decide what you're okay with and then go with it. Stand in your power with whatever you decide you're fine with and fucking own it. Now you can avoid some of these things, okay? Again, with the respecting the boundaries, expect or respecting people's consent, go for an emphatic yes, not just Again, the maybes is where you can ask more questions and negotiate. The maybe is not where you're like, oh, okay, well, a maybe means yes. Maybes don't mean yes. Only emphatic yeses, please. It's also really important for both individuals to still maintain their self-identity. Neither party can lose themselves in being the dominant or the submissive, in being the, the mistress and the slave, if that's how you want to call yourselves, or the queen and the servant. You still have to keep your identities as husband and wife. I guess this could be for two females. If there's any females out there who do female-led relationships, please reach out. Educate me. I'd love to meet you. Maybe have you on the podcast to talk about it. Again, communicate, communicate, communicate. Communication is a two-way street. You need to check in, but you also need to speak up. Okay. Be consistent about both. Speaking up can even be simply saying, like, things are great. Things are going well. I really appreciate how how well we're doing with this. Checking in looks like, you know, I know we tried something new last night. How was that for you? How are you feeling about that today? Communicate, communicate, communicate. I cannot stress this enough, but that's a two-way street. And really, you have to trust each other. A lot of these pitfalls can be avoided by simply making sure that trust stays tantamount. And if you're not feeling completely safe, talk about that. Find ways that you can open yourselves up, build that trust and feel safe. There are a lot of nuances to all of this. And I know I probably threw out a lot of things that you have no idea what they are. Okay, so I'm definitely going to put some resources in the show notes. I'm going to put a couple books that I found online that could be really beneficial for people. If you're wanting some more information, of course, you can reach out to me. You may also look at FetLife. FetLife has quite a thriving FLR community on there, especially here in Kansas City. You can go to um, Consent KC's meetups that they have once a week on Wednesdays downtown. Uh, That's at Rhythm and Booze down on southwest boulevard and again you can you can find that group consent casey on fetlife usually a fair amount of people there from the the flr community Um, and everyone's there just just to talk and get to know one another and also educate a little bit so but again any questions comments concerns you want to learn more (laughs) yeah you want to have a coach walk you through how to integrate this into your partnership reach out to me okay again i hope you learned something new even if this is not for you at least you learned something about human sexuality that you didn't know before you hit play today i appreciate you listening as always take care thanks for listening to keep them coming with open the doors coaching please rate subscribe and share this podcast you can find me on pretty much any social media platform, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. But visit my website if you're wanting more information about my coaching services. You can even sign up for my email newsletter. I've got one that's not so safe for work called The Dirty Bird. A lot more adult content on that one. You can support this podcast through listener support on Anchor FM. Or you can go to Patreon.com and become one of my patrons. Just look for Open the Doors KC. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Thanks for listening.